What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 187. We're here on Thursday, May Thirsty 28th. Thirsty Thursday. Yeah, well, need a drink after what's been going on these past few days. Big news, obviously, was the riots that occurred last night in Minneapolis. Uh, there was oh, that, also that was no riot. That was just a small little bonfire. Well, that's what a little bonfire at the auto zone. That's what the liberal media says. It's the protesters. Yeah, I'm the, like, yeah, they're the not protesters. protesters. They're rioters. Uh, there was also a uh, borderline riot in Los Angeles where yeah. they assaulted two police vehicles, yeah. but then it was broken up somewhat peacefully. And, uh, Memphis. Memphis as yeah, well. Memphis. But that wasn't a riot. That was more a protest. Yeah, that was they, more of a pro. Yeah. But it was close. It yeah. was borderline. I mean, it, was, it, was, it was pretty intense. It was still aggressive. It was not like, uh, you right, know. Right, right. So who knows what's going to happen tonight? Uh, the guard has been called up in Minnesota. Um, oh, and we actually have one of our reporters on the way there, Julio yeah. Rosas, to go yeah. report from the ground in Minneapolis. So, of course, pay attention to townhall.com tonight. If there is any developments, we'll keep you updated. All of this stems from the totally unjust murder of this man, George Floyd, who yeah. was not resisting no, and was murdered by a police officer. Yeah. And for me to be saying that, you know it's very clear because I yeah. almost always come down on the side of police Same here, same here. But you also got to call out bad police. That's yeah. part of being pro-law and order and pro-law enforcement. <clears throat> you got to call out the bad cops. And this guy was had his knee on his neck mm-hmm. for almost 10 minutes. Totally not standard procedure. Yeah. If he yeah. wanted to keep him on the ground with the knee, he should have put it on yeah. his back, yeah. on the lower part of his back. Yeah. That's what the standard procedure is. You know, not to was, mention yeah. there was three other cops there, yeah. or four other cops and there. It, and, it, and if Floyd wasn't in handcuffs and he was flailing and kicking and acting aggressively and resisting arrest, different story. But he was already in handcuffs. And after five minutes, I believe, he passed out. Mm-hmm. And he kept his knee on his neck, and then he died afterwards. So... Uh, it's, it's, I mean, he has been charged formally, but it pretty well, they much looks, say it pretty that much he, looks like mur- it, it's murder. It's I mean, murder. Yeah. The, well, for the one cop, it's murder. The yeah. others could be accessories. Who knows? I'm not yeah. sure of the liability there, but yeah. the, this all started last night when the protesters were out in the street. This is actually the afternoon. It was still daylight. Yeah. Then the first major kickoff was the target started getting looted. Yeah. They started looting the target. It's it's bred to local businesses around that area. Yeah. And places like uh Target, Dollar General, Wendy's, AutoZone, some pawn shops, some grocery stores were lit on fire. Yes. All in that immediate area. They were assaulting police officers throwing yeah. rocks and bottles, pepper spray, rubber bullets, tear gas was used. Um, that was actually it was something out of like uh, I don't know uh, Dawn of the Dead folks like the cops were literally on the roof of the precinct of the police precinct firing into the crowd trying to disperse them. Well, they essentially lost all control yeah, of the local yeah, police, yeah, and that's yeah. why they had to call up the guard yeah. and state troopers. Uh, they did get it under control very early this morning, but who knows what's yeah. going to actually happen tonight? I, I still don't get this this tactic of trying to to control a crowd in a four way intersection. Yeah, they always get flanked. That's what happened in Baltimore, guys. I mean, yeah, we, I, yeah. I mean, I, we were watching it live. Well, we were they were it live here. Every the cops come out obviously to try to get control of the situation, and then the crowd from three directions pushes the cops back. And they were even attacking the firefighters who were trying yeah, to put too. out these fires. Yeah, I was not and you know, I'm all for a protest, but there's no need to riot. Not yeah. only that. They're just burning down their own community. It's, exactly. It's their own businesses. Going to lower property values, create another yeah. cycle of poverty and yeah. unemployment. I mean, it just doesn't make any and sense. More, I mean, I'm not blaming this pawn shop owner, but apparently some guy tried to loot the pawn shop and he shot him yes. with his rifle. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there was a police officer trying to give, uh, I think, um, uh, CPR. I saw I, that, I, I yeah. think the guy died. The guy died, yeah. He did, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, again, it's leading to more death. Right, um, right. And, and the president has already ordered the FBI and Department of Justice to thoroughly look into this case. Yeah. And they're going to do that. But, it, you know, the, the legal system, justice should be borne out here. But yeah. I don't – I mean, it yeah. takes a while and they're not willing to wait. Yeah. So – Oh, also uh, – sorry. Let's, 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 let's bring it back a little bit. Folks, George Floyd, he died because of a forged document allegation. It wasn't yes. drugs. It wasn't a drive-by. It, it wasn't, wasn't a murder, violent crime. It wasn't a violent crime. It was a completely non-violent crime that led to this. It's it's absolutely outrageous. This police department has issues. This is not the first time. Right. There was another officer. There was a woman uh, two years ago. Uh, uh, just I can't I can't I forgot her name. But she called nine one one. The cops came, 
And then they shot her in the chest, mm-hmm. and she died. That cop has been sentenced to 12 and a half years for manslaughter. You had Philando Castile, who was in Falcon Heights, which is a suburb of St. Paul, which is in the Minneapolis area. He was shot uh, because he was, um, for no re- <laughs> really no reason. Yeah. Uh, he was a law-abiding citizen with a carry permit, and he was reaching for his wallet to show the officer. And in three seconds, it goes from zero to 50, and the officer shoots him like several times. It was mm-hmm. absolutely outrageous. That officer was acquitted of, of second-degree manslaughter, which I thought was uh, not the right verdict. But um, Yeah, so I think we're probably in for another night of protests, yeah. at least protests, probably in more cities than last night. Yeah. And uh, we just got to hope that it doesn't turn into full-blown riots again. I mean, the guard is there now, so they should have some control over it, but, uh, you know, we'll see what hey, happens. Hey, the guard was brought into Baltimore, folks, and it was still messy for a couple yes. days afterwards yeah. so yep. just because the guards there doesn't mean that people are going to go away and, yep. um let's, so let's, let's hope that's yeah. we'll see what happens i mean it's it's a terrible situation and uh his family said that he would not want this to be happening yeah you know protesting peacefully is totally great and i encourage that but there's no need to be rioting, assaulting police officers. More people are just going to get killed, and we don't need that to be happening right now, especially during a pandemic. Like, come on, you know? Yeah. So, all right, let's talk about Obamagate. Lindsey Graham has named the first witness that is going to be called to the Judiciary Committee, Rod Rosenstein. It's going to uh, testify next week, all right. June 3rd. And he was the first one who agreed to testify uh, but the rest of them are not agreeing, so they're probably going to be subpoenaed, and that power yeah. is going to be delegated, I believe, today or tomorrow. So we likely will see subpoenas going out to Obama right. administration officials. Uh, yeah, simultaneously, the Attorney General, Bill Barr, has decided to tap another U.S. attorney yeah. to specifically look into unmasking as part of the Durham investigation. Yeah. So there's a new legal front developing yeah. here. And this was before and after the 2016 presidential election, uh, includes Michael Flynn, and it's rumored to include many other people, including the president's family. Yeah. So that's going to be an interesting development yeah. there. And It was a part of the Durham investigation, but I think Barr was like, this deserves a special Right. It became offset. so significant yeah. that yeah. they basically yeah. offshot it. We, we can't yep. really just – we need to make sure nothing falls through the cracks, which yep. is absolutely what – the lead law enforcement official in the country should do. So, well, yeah. Especially because two of the top officials, Samantha Power and Susan Rice, lied. Mm-hmm. They lied about the unmasking. I had Susan Rice, I had no idea what was going on. Well, you did. Well, the whole thing goes <laughs> the whole thing goes to the credibility of the FBI and DOJ, which Bill Barr is trying to salvage and yeah. clean shop and put things back oh, together. It's, it's Bill Barr versus the world in, in, in that building. Oh, totally. It, it, Absolutely. It, it, and Ray's gotta go. I mean, we gotta get yeah, rid of Ray. Yeah. But I don't know if that time is right now. Or that well, like time you is said, later, we but. the person b- below him is like a it, yeah. It's not anyone I mean, better. He headed the San Bernardino investigation. Yeah. I mean, Ray, I think, can be pressured into into doing what we need him to do. So yeah. we'll see what happens we'll there. I still don't like him. I think he's a snake, well, you know, and we yeah, need someone you, better. You, you, but you, you know me. In a perfect world, Richard Grinnell would be tapped for FBI director. Well, yeah, but me. but I don't know that yeah. that can even happen under law. So, I know. Um, sad. A bigger development. We find out now that the paperwork that uh, Peter Stroke signed off on for this whole thing to put the Trump campaign under surveillance is a total train wreck. Yeah. And you wrote about this, so why don't you tell us about this? Well, basically, okay, in short, folks, because to keep it short here, uh, a former FBI intelligence official reviewed the the paperwork to, to, to that launch Crossfire Hurricane and was like, this is not a normal electronic communication. First of all, it's created by Strzok, sent to Strzok, and approved by Strzok. So you signed off on it. There's no reasons listed for why this should happen. Mm-hmm. And basically he said that it, it's it's an illicit made-up investigation. That's what he's concluded if, if you know, in terms of – because it's it, it's an FBI document. Yeah, it was fabricated. Yeah, it's, a, it's an FBI that. document. You know, for the untrained eye, it looks like a mess. So, you know, that, that's partially the reason why. But for former officials, who are involved in this? It's a total. No, it's a total train wreck. Mm-hmm. So there was no reason to spy on the Trump campaign. There was no reason to secure FISA warrants on Carter Page. There was no reason to go after Michael Flynn. The whole thing was a hoax. There was no evidence. Mm-hmm. And uh, now you know that's why Peter Strzok needs to be yanked back to the hill to yeah. answer more questions. Yeah. And 
There was uh, no justification for the spying operation. None. Right. Well, we knew it was fabricated. Yeah. Right. Remember, it was just yeah. a big conspiracy theory. Now we know yeah. it to be fact, yeah, like many other things. Yeah. If you, it's it's linked to my post. If you guys want to peruse it, it's. Uh, but you know, again, go. Oh by, yeah, it's go, a good post. Go, go to town hall. Go by his. Go by his summary of it. In the, he did not bend the hill, which kind of summarizes it. Because for those of us who aren't in the FBI, we you would be probably be totally lost reading it. So well, that's the yeah. that's what they do is they. Yeah. You know, ever oh, it, yeah. it's a known fact it's a that vicious people cycle. in the Keeps government, lawyers employed, you well, know? people in the government, they know they're obviously the ones that are writing these laws, yeah. and they know how to violate the loopholes yep. with and, getting away with it. Yeah, and, it's all and that's what record, they do. So, yeah. so, I mean, this is throughout the whole government. This isn't just yeah. the FBI. Yeah. They all do it. Um, and again, the biggest biggest mistake, the biggest fundamental mistake of the Trump administration was not cleaning house as soon as they came in. Yeah. Because it created a major vulnerability from their blind side yeah. for these kinds of deep state an- antics. Yeah. And we know now that – remember when the deep state was just a big conspiracy? Yeah. It's not. They admit yeah. it. They yeah. admit it. They write in the there New is, York Times the deep, deep state, state isn't doing enough. Yeah. There's it's, a book coming out by by an, a, a self-professed deep yeah. stater. I mean, yep. the, the, it's real, and they've been working against this administration. Sally Yates is the queen of the resistors regarding the yeah. DOJ – within the DOJ proper, mm-hmm. which, by the way, I believe the law firm that represented her is <laughs> the judge – the retired judge who's being tapped to fight the DOJ motion to drop the case against Flynn. I saw That's that. his law firm. I he saw works that. for that law firm that, that represented the Yates. So you know what? I mean, it, it's all a little – it just stinks to hot hell. Mm-hmm. So. And we now have the first, like, big significant shift in policy where Trump now has promised to veto – uh, the FISA bill that's on the House floor, well, it was pulled from the House floor by Botox Nancy because Botox. it doesn't have enough votes. Yeah. And finally, maybe we'll get an actual reform on this. I don't know. Yeah. What they were trying to do was essentially make it look like they yeah. were doing something but do nothing. I believe in, in the Senate, Oregon Senator Ron Wyden was like dead set against this. Yeah. On yeah. this issue, Ron Wyden is correct. I have to give him a, a tap. Well, and people I, I'll, like I'll give Ra- a hat tip to a Democrat. People like that. Rand Paul have been fighting this forever. Yeah. And yeah. it, it's all become true here that they're abusing the system of spying yeah. on Americans. Uh, luckily, we got a court ruling the other day from a federal court that says yeah. that they need a warrant to even look at your phone. All right, good. But they're simultaneously, as part of this FISA bill, they simultaneously were trying to pass it where that it's warrantless searches of oh, U.S. citizens' browser histories. Okay, now. I mean, so there's – there's a lot to be yeah. done here, and we need to shore this up because yeah. the violation of civil rights yeah. that has been happening here by yeah. what's supposed to be the law enforcement agency that helps to protect those civil yeah. rights, they, it's just disgusting. And for the longest time, I mean, we, we kind of gave them a blank check because, you know, the post-9-11 era, you know, we needed to, you know, national security and whatnot. And then we find out because some people don't like a certain presidential candidate that it was weaponized to go after their political rivals. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? This is what happened. This is the this is the bargain. This is the byproduct yep. of, of, of that. So And speaking of weaponized to go after their political rivals, good segue there. Let's talk about social media. Yeah. And the yeah. the the new uh not new, but the more prevalent issue now of fact checking by these social media organizations. Uh, Twitter essentially ignited this entire thing when they put a fact check on one of the president's tweets. Just one problem, the fact check was fake because yeah. no more than 30 minutes later, a story came out about mail-in voter fraud. Yeah. So – Oh, is that the one where it was being collected in some apartment somewhere? All these ballots? I heard some former AG saying all these ballots are being That was collected. a different state. Oh, this, a different this, state. this one okay. was West there, Virginia. It it's all over. It happens all over. It's folks. multiple places. Yeah. Michigan, West Virginia, California, Philadelphia. Some guy just went to jail for election yeah. fraud. I yeah. mean this shit happens. Like they, they like to pretend it doesn't happen because they're trying to push this, uh, you know, narrative uh-huh. of, of like, oh, you know, they're, they're, not, they're not playing sides here. Yeah. They're not playing sides. And they clearly are. Yeah. They clearly are. And we have now today, supposedly, it hasn't happened yet, but the uh, we have an executive order coming from President Trump aimed at social media platforms. He's trying to make them act in a fair way. There's a large constitutional argument here and a large legislative argument here. There is a specific section of U.S. law, Section 230, which gives essentially a blanket immunity to these 
uh, platforms. They're supposed to be platforms. Now, when they wade into the picking and choosing of content, you know, shadow banning content, and also now fact checking content, there's a there's a legal argument that they're essentially violating what they're supposed to be doing is acting as a platform, and therefore they shouldn't have immunity. I agree with that. The only issue is this can't be done by executive order. Mm-hmm. It has to be done by yeah. congressional legislation. The The idea behind the executive order is perfect. Yeah. However, constitutionally, it doesn't really work yeah. that way. So I do love the fact that they're finally taking the fight to these social media companies. We have antitrust lawsuits against Google popping up all over the place. You even have Zuckerberg yesterday go on TV, and he essentially – I don't want to say – well, he kinda, definitively said, but yeah. he uh, inferred that they're going to take a look at this fact-checking process yeah. because some of the fact-checkers are fine. Yeah. And, and we get fact-checks all the time. The problem that we have with the fact-checks is that they are most of the time opinion checks, yeah. and they come from leftist organizations yeah. specifically like PolitiFact. Yes, and specifically from the science community. Science we, feedback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The glo- global warming is, is a killing field on Facebook. You can't, well, you can't even have – you know, well, it, uh, basically a data set that, that refutes what is considered uh, solid fact. Well, their on, entire on the motive left. there is to suppress yeah. any sort of debate yeah. against what they want to be the totally accepted theory, yeah. right? For example, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, I mean, if I wrote about Al Gore's false prediction of the Arctic ice cap melting away by 2013, which he made a, that prediction in 20, mm-hmm. 2007, I'm sure if I wrote about that, I'll probably get fla- uh, flagged for that, mm-hmm. even though Al Gore absolutely said that, and it's not true. Yep. My yep. point is, we don't know about global warming, but you can't even say that without being, uh, you know, flagged. Mm-hmm. And they will not allow you. They will not remove the flag unless you basically delete the whole post. They're just big bullies, essentially, yeah. and they try to crush conservative companies. This isn't a problem just for us. Every other conservative publisher yeah. has it as well. Yeah. But. The, the bigger overarching issue here is that Facebook and Twitter and Google have become the political public square in this country. Now, I'm not a big regulation guy, right? Yeah. But when they're trying to manipulate in such a way having to do with an election like this, yeah. that's where I have the problem. Yeah. Because you – I'm a I'm – a, uh, purist when it comes to this. I think everything and anything should be allowed on these platforms no matter what. Oh, same And here. where they try to get into the picking and winners and losers game, that's where they're violating this Section 230. Yeah. So and this, the selective enforcement of these terms. Of, yeah. Right. So yeah. this, you know, like comp- uh, publishers like the Washington Post and CNN and New York Times are not getting fact-checked. Yeah. These fact-check organizations essentially exclusively go after the right wing in this country. Yeah. And... They're trying to manipulate the election. I mean, they flag individual users' posts, yeah. individual conservative users. They they flag these posts, they suppress it, and you don't even know it. That's what the shadow banning is. Yeah. You think your stuff's being seen by everybody, but it's not. Yeah. So that's uh, this is a very complex issue. The problem in this country is the laws are written and they're so behind. Yes. And laws can't keep and, up and with innovation and like that's, that. And that's, and that's technology across the board. Yeah. That's a lot of things. Especially with yeah. surveillance technology, mm-hmm. which is – sorry, get, not, not to go on an offshoot there. But yeah, agreed. Yeah. So um, we don't know what's going to be in the EO for sure, the executive order. But a lot of the rumors have to do with this Section 230. Um, I think it's a valiant effort and a discussion that needs to be had. I just don't think that you can do that by executive order. It opens the door for thing, but but then again – Right, the juxtaposition of this is, Obama did DACA by executive order, and that still somehow is standing, yeah. Yeah. even though President Trump made his own executive order yeah. repealing it. Right yeah. now, we're going to get a Supreme Court ruling. In fact, we should be getting one. I think next month yeah. on this, maybe in July. And uh, I, I just, I sorry, I just, I just love how people just, just let let the fact that DACA which is a blatant, explicit separation of powers. Unconstitutional, violation. yeah. I mean, it created the, the executive created a law. Immigration that, law, yeah. That is not 
that is absolutely unconstitutional. But you know, hey, Obama did it, so you know, hey, like you say, two separate rules. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah, there are always two yeah, separate right, rules. Right, right. Especially in rules. social media. Oh, yeah. especially on Twitter, there's two separate rules. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. So yesterday we were supposed to have the first launch of American astronauts from U.S. soil yes, in almost a decade. Son of a bitch. Unfortunately, that was scrubbed. Yeah, and Mr. Hopefully... Producer fucked that up for us. He he created a thunderstorm. Yeah, him and his Florida weather. Yeah. Terrible. Unbelievable. <laughs> but uh, hopefully it will be happening on Saturday. May 30th at 3.22 p.m. Yeah, Eastern Time. there's supposed time. to be storms that time, too. They there said. is supposed to be storms. Um, the president was down there for the launch. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, didn't get to see it. And he came back and said he will go back on Saturday, assuming that we're going to proceed as planned. Yeah. Gas up Air Force One. He's coming back. Yeah. Let's so hope. to talk about this for a second, yeah, and you yeah, wrote yeah. a good post on this yesterday on yeah. Town Hall about it. Uh, Obama was the one that basically shut down NASA. And yeah. it left a opening for capitalism and private enterprise in coordination with public money grants yeah. were able to succeed. So that's yeah. how we have SpaceX here, yep. which is SpaceX and NASA are the ones doing this launch. Yeah. That's Elon Musk's company. Mm -hmm. And they've brought us to a point now where we're able to actually send people back to space from the United States yeah. because we had lost that capability, yeah, we, which the, the is Russians, a problem, by the way. We had to use the Russians to get us into space for yeah. about 10 years. Talk about relying on your enemies yeah. there. We don't. We we need to have that capability here. Yeah. Like if we want to send someone to space, we need to be able to do yeah. that. Further, I think that if we get a second term of President Trump, we will go to the moon before that end of the second term. Yeah. And that's the stated goal here. They want to go back to the moon. Yeah. And then the next goal is Mars. Yeah. But this is part of the overarching U.S. goal that we need to have space dominance. Yeah. We cannot let people like Russia or China have this dominance over yeah. us. And we, and we need to weaponize space first. I agree. I agree. We need, well, that's we, what the Space we, Force yeah, is. Yeah, but. we need to get there first. I know, but we need to get there, like, I'm talking like missiles mm -hmm. in there first. And the um, Space Force is chugging along. Yeah. They, they're they getting people into their ranks. Yeah. They are forming plans. Big things and, have small beginnings. Yes, yes. And I, so, and I think, you know, it's very early now, obviously, yeah. but I think that one of the longest legacies and one of the most positive things that President Trump did was to form this new branch of the yeah. military, the Space Force, yeah. because this is the future. It is. That's. I mean, it's it's literally and, is the future. And <laughs> you know, I just want to know, like, what when did when was there? I mean, maybe I miss it because it's space. But when did we figure out that like space exploration and NASA were things that we should cut? I mean, people still love space. I mean, two years ago with the lunar eclipse, the partial lunar eclipse, mm -hmm. protective glasses were sold the fuck out. Yeah. Everybody was really excited for this, uh, folks. An eclipse. People are still curious about space, and yeah. and you know, I think it actually well, brings it brings us together. I mean, in in Roslyn, when when outside the office, when it was our turn to see the eclipse, mm -hmm. everybody and their mother was out there, yeah. including the homeless. People were sharing their protective glasses with the homeless people out there, so yeah. they could see everybody. I'm just saying, Not everybody to mention wants that. On the heels of finding out that UFOs yeah. exist. Yeah, no. We got to speed this we shit gotta, up. We got to get some probes out there. We don't and, need uh, Independence Day yeah, happening. Exactly. Okay? Like, we we just moon base. Need, moon base. We got enough shit going on with I the global know. pandemic. We don't need aliens yeah. right but now. But <laughs> there's nothing that I think brings us together uh, than, you know, dominating space. I right. Mean, well, this, it brought us together during the Cold War. It's going to be space. a very positive American moment. Yeah. And that's why, I mean... The, yeah. It's going to be a – I think it's going to be great, and yeah. I hope it happens on Saturday. If not, I think the window after that is next Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, it'll happen eventually. I mean, Florida weather around this time of the year is tough. It is. And Florida is the one place uniquely that is suited for this kind of launch. They could do it in Texas potentially too, uh, but everything is in Florida. Yeah. Cape Canaveral is in Florida. They would have to transfer all that shit over the – right? Yeah, yeah. yeah but it's okay, also well. – there's actually a very interesting reason why it's all in Florida. Yeah. One, it's closer to the equator, so that helps with launching things into space. True. As far as the uh, central force mm -hmm. out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also – they put it there in case of disaster. Mm -hmm. If it's taking off and explodes, it's going to go into the ocean. Yeah. It's not going to land on someone's yeah. home in Tennessee. That's true. Like, <laughs> Very true. Very so true. that's why they did that. And that was yeah. actually uh, Truman that did that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, I looked that up last night. So, yeah. um, Cape Canaveral is where we launch it, and then Houston is where is the eyes and ears and brain. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So yeah. 
there though it'll happen and uh we're gonna get our guys to the oh, international space I'm, I'm actually really excited for this yeah well yesterday I mean, in the lead up so they scrubbed it about 15 minutes before the launch yeah. but at the time that they scrubbed it there was close to 10 million people watching whether through online or I, on on tv people still like space absolutely fun absolutely. G- give all <laughs> Get it going. Mm-hmm. Come on, let's get and it going. The Obama Biden administration didn't see it fit to have this strategic uh, advantage, so they shut down the whole program. Oh yeah, remember Obama? Obama mocked it. He's like, "We've been to the moon." Yeah, like yeah, bro. The the universe is massive, infinite. Mm-hmm. Come on. Well, remember Obama's goal was to weaken us. That's true. Let's that's remember. true. That's like, true. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's that's true. a longer discussion to be had. That's true. Was the subversive actions yeah, of the Obama VIP administration? That's a gold chat right there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So let's topic. let's talk about Biden. Yeah. Joe Biden. Uh, I don't know if this was yesterday. You mean the maybe body it, double? Maybe the body was, double? <laughs> the body double? A lot of people are saying that now, but I don't know if this was yesterday or the day before, but he was doing a conversation, an online town hall, with Governor Tom Wolf of Pennsylvania, who's equally a piece of shit and should be kicked out of office <laughs> for what he's done during this whole lockdown. Uh, but Biden bragged that he was once known as Pennsylvania's third senator, well, even though he was representing Delaware. Oh, this triggered Governor Wolf's remark that Delaware was once under Pennsylvania's authority before declaring independence, except Joe Biden got a little confused with the dates here, oh, right? right? So let's listen to this clip. I want to remind you that Delaware used to be part of Pennsylvania. That's right, but we declared our independence on December the 7th, by the way, you know, and it's not just D-Day. Anyway. So he's dead. I'm convinced he's dead, and this is a body double. And the reason why there's the the the, the reason why the media is so mask fetish heavy right now is because it hides. The body. Oh my god! It hides, it right, hides the body Jones. doubles. It hides the body doubles. You know, <laughs> distinctive marks and stuff that would say that's not Joe Biden. Well, there was already people online <laughs> analyzing his ear structure in this masked guy. Eh? And eh? I'm like. I want to see Joe Biden's COVID test. Listen, he's alive. He's alive, yeah, but okay. he is not alive in the brain. Okay, <laughs> That's so, his problem. All right, so get again. He's dead. Yeah, <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> I I I wish I could do a VIP column about my theory about how Joe Biden is dead. Oh my god! But I know Katie would kill me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, look, he's confusing all these dates. Yeah. Pearl Harbor, D Day, Pennsylvania and Delaware Independence. Oh, what Jesus, the fuck? Yeah. But that wasn't the only thing that happened. Did he happened. say the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Basically. That's, <laughs> that's basically what he said, yeah. Um, that wasn't the only thing that happened during this uh, video conference that they were having there. We have a new fart gate. Yeah. Who yeah. sharded their pants during this clip? Yeah. I'd like to know. Let's take a listen. Making sure... You don't have to cut those teachers and firefighters, police officers, and cut critical health care programs or stop work on roads and bridges. So what does the human cost uh, of lack of state? Yeah, he needs a new depends right there. Well, someone the clone, does. The pod, pod Joe Biden needs a new, new someone, depends. Someone, I mean, either, either – it so – Biden and Wolf were the only ones mic'd up, right? Yeah. So they can't blame it on like a staffer that was no. behind the yeah. scenes. So one of them – Really let one rip. Yeah. And I don't know if they thought it was going to be silent, but yeah. it wasn't. And yeah. that's hilarious. That and it wasn't, me. it wasn't, you know, the, you know, wasn't, you know, the, the chair adjusting on a hard surface. Cause you know, they're two old guys are on some cushy, ca- you know, yeah. seats. Well, you remember definitely... when they tried to blame Eric Swalwell shitting his pants oh, on yeah. the mug moving across oh, the yeah. table. No way. That, you see him. Mo- he, was he, like... he was trying to do the one cheek sneak. Yeah. And it totally. He paused. Yeah, no. He paused his voice and during that. Up and then down. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Fartgate 2020, it's on. Yeah. Uh, we all know that Biden probably needs some diapers, so that's not yeah. a surprise there. Or maybe he doesn't, because maybe maybe the the body double doesn't need diapers. He can control itself. I don't know. <laughs> Let's. <I can't> even. <laughs> you know I'm right. Yeah. You know there's fair. something to this. There, wait, listen. <laughs> there is definitely something to this. There's there's something going on here. Come on. For sure. And now he's saying, "Oh, I've been I've been loving the basement." Yeah, because the body double is not as exposed to the masses. Well, did you see the other day when he did a video? He looked like he was lost in his own house. Yeah, yeah. It looked. It looked he's bad. like, where am it I? Bad. What's like, my name? Can you take me? And home? then he also does this weird thing where he fidgets nonstop during TV interviews. Isn't it? 
that's like an old people tick. They always yeah, fix it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, mean, yeah. Who, I mean, a lot of old people t- But But still, like... Yeah. Your body getting... double should probably not, you know, do that as often. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is going to be like... <laughs> but I don't... I just... Like, does Biden make it? There's just so many questions, right? I... We felt so certain coming into this election that we knew yeah. what kind of was going to happen. You yeah. know, you know, you dates of events and things that are going to occur. And then the coronavirus just threw the whole thing for a big loop. Yeah. There's so many unanswered questions about this election. Yeah. It's going to be an election like none of us have ever it's seen. Gonna be, it's going to be a weird one. And, I mean, you have canceled primaries. Yeah. You have – you can't host, I mean, massive rallies. No. Voter contacts, the way that's done is going to completely need to change. You can't really do yeah. door-to-door stuff. No, no way. I mean, they're going to have to change their whole strategies. And the Trump campaign is best suited to to, to Definitely, adapt. definitely. Not, by, by, people are worried about Biden's you know, social media teleconference savviness here. Because yeah. it's obviously horrendous. And you know he's pissed off black people, you know, like, lecturing black voters. Um, also, did you see uh, there's a former Obama economist, Jason Furman, mm-hmm. who said that pretty much in the months leading up to the election, we're going to experience a massive V-shaped economic recovery. So yeah. that alone, I think, is going to be a big, big tidal wave at the back of President Trump. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll see. I, I don't think he makes I, but it. There's also, I don't think he makes it. But there's, I mean, there's other questions like, is there going to be a convention? We don't know that yeah. for sure. Well, like, we, they don't really, say, yes, we don't really need one. Right, right, but they, I mean, the Dems need one, but they say yeah. yes, but are they really going to cancel? Like, they're the ones that are saying, oh, you got to wear masks, you got to be socially distant, Maybe they'll can't do have a crowd. It, maybe they'll do it all on Zoom. That would be funny. That would be but ridiculous. How, how would that work? So you, you, have, you have the questions about convention. Yeah. If they wanted to replace him, how do they do that? What are the mechanisms in place, right? I think and, that is an absolute, I mean, if I was a Democrat, I would be, I'd just be pissed off. I mean, that's, we have unelected people boosting a candidate who pretty much has sewn it up by now. What do you mean? Well, I mean, if you're, I mean, Biden pretty much is going to win the, the nomination, right? Right, right, right. right. He doesn't and, have and, the and, delegates, but I'm saying, but I'm just saying, how do they swap him out? If, if you want to do, well, if they yeah, want to. Yeah, I, I don't think they will because of the uproar that it would, it would lead to. Right. Too much chaos. And then you have yeah. all, you have a whole bunch of Democrats who were like, what, like, what the fuck? I voted for this guy. He was going to be our nominee. Now you take it away. And then. Well, right. And, and they then, also can't look more chaotic yeah, than yeah. Trump because I mean, that's would, their, yeah. that's one of their main messages yeah. is like a return to normal. Yeah. I mean, so George McGovern, tr- uh, you know, replaced his VP, just just the VP candidate, uh, mm-hmm. Thomas Eagleton, in '72, and it was an absolute nightmare because it was just absolutely insane. I mean, yeah. it was just a, it was just a mess, and also McGovern was a left wing piece of shit. But right. I'm so then, saying. so then, say Biden does remain the nominee. Yeah. Do we have debates? Is he going to agree to a debate with Trump over a tele over a teleconference? No, no, no. It wouldn't be teleconference. It'd be in person. In person. Yeah. Um, if you can I, have a debate in person, you just don't have an audience. Yeah. Which actually, when they did that one time during the Dem primary, yeah. I preferred that. Yeah. Well, it, it, it led to more fighting between it, the it candidates, did, and also it, it got it through underneath the two and a half hour time limit. Um, I would be very. It's 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 weird because like, do you want to have a one and done debate like we've had in times past where you know, you know, basically one and done? But if Biden's terrible, then like that's the election. Or do you want to have best of three? Or, well, the or, presidential or, 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 debate. Or, or three debates, and then in which Biden gets ass kicked three times. But there's also the Trump factor here, because remember when the Presidential Debates Commission released their debate schedule back way when, it feels yeah. like 12 years ago I know, now. right? I know. Trump said himself that unless the moderators are going to be unbiased, he won't take part. So. Yeah. I mean, we could have no debates, which I don't think is a good idea. No, I don't like that either. Not only, not not just because, yeah, it helps us immensely to have debates, but also because it sets a bad precedent. It does going forward. It does. So that's my concern there, and then and then you get to the election. I mean, they're pushing hard for mail in. I don't think we're going to allow that to happen. But states are going to do that on individual basis. Yeah, like California's already going to do it. Then you have cases not that where. Yeah, then you have cases where people are casting their votes a month before the election. They don't have all the information. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like last time, a week before the goddamn election, we found out about the reopening of the FBI investigation into Hillary. Yeah. Let's talk about some media bias and fake news here. The liberal media, of course, you know. Yeah. So 
Rick Grinnell, no longer the acting DNI, looking for a new job. And mm-hmm. uh, some fake news came out about him supposedly joining the Trump campaign. Yep. Except that he's not. He's not, yeah. It was really funny. It's been denied <laughs> by Grinnell and by the campaign manager. Yeah, Brad Parscale. Um, I mean, it's possible that he was in talks, but now yeah. they're not going to do it just to spite them, yeah. for sure, which yeah. is good. Yeah. And uh, so Politico, you know, total fake news. They, they need to stop basing these stories off of anonymous sources. Yeah. It happens all the time. Yeah. All the time. There's still a CNN story up from 2017 about fucking Russian collusion that is fake, proven to be fake, total fake news, is that still the, up. Is that the Manafort story? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Manafort was under a FISA warrant. Yep. Not yep. true. Yep. Which was also used to torpedo his attorney-client pr- privilege by the special counsel's office, which is slimy as fuck. Yeah. Whatever. That's a different – that's a whole other can of worms. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of our great reporters over at Town Hall had the chance to interview former CNN producer Steve Krakow. Great guy. On how the network has just become the anti-Trump channel. That's yeah. their only mission at this point. And – so he explained how CNN has gone since he left in the early 2010s. I think he left during Obama, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, to where it is today after Trump becoming president. Uh, almost every show is just fully opinion now. That's what he says. And he also said that particularly Brian Stelter, Tater, Mr. Potato Head, whatever you want to call him, what was it? Humpty Dumpty? That's the yeah, best Humpty, one. Yeah. Humpty, Humpty. He, he, I potato. I like potato man. Yeah. Potato man. <laughs> he hosts a show called Reliable Sources, yeah. air quotes. Yeah. And Stelter, he said, has gone from even trying to appear unbiased and holding everyone within the media world accountable when he was running TV Newser and worked at the New York Times to barely reporting on mishaps when it doesn't involve conservative media. Yeah. And, so, and then when it does involve conservative media, or for example with Flynn, now we're the ones obsessed with the Russian collusion. Right. Program. It wasn't them that talked about it for yeah. three fucking yeah. years. It, it was now us. Now it's us. Oh, my yeah. God. So – and you could watch that full interview on the Town Hall Media YouTube. It was a pretty good one, so that highly encourage great. that. Yes. But it also goes back to how the left still doesn't get it. Yeah. They still don't get how President Trump happened yeah. and that the – the equation that led to Trump was Obama. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I don't get how they don't get this, right? Because yeah. we did soul searching after 2012. Mm-hmm. We decided that someone like a snake fucking scumbag lowlife like Mitt Romney wasn't the best choice to be our nominee. Yeah. And that's why the GOP base overwhelmingly yeah. selected President Trump to be the nominee, yeah. which was shocking to the GOP establishment. And, uh, yeah, and also, the you know, the, the, you know, the, the Reagan principles are, are still there, but people want a little more emphasis on trade, on – you know, fighting illegal immigration, mm-hmm. which they felt had been, been lacking for a, at least a decade, especially under Obama. Well, Joy Reid says that yeah. Trump won only because he promised white voters he yeah, would get rid of those well, brown people. you know, Joy Reid can uh, go back to the Wayback Machine and answer for her, uh, you know, her many questionable posts. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that that's crap, uh, obviously. You, you all know this. But, you know, the, 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 the party is more down tickets, more blue collar. Um, it's more populist. Yes. You know, it's more populist. That's what it is. And that's what the, the, the you know, the, the, the GOP leadership didn't adapt to. It's why Paul mm-hmm. Ryan is no longer there. It's why John Boehner, who I like, is no longer mm-hmm. there. Um, you know, it's people want more, you know, they want fair trade now, not free trade. Mm-hmm. NAFTA was, you know, hailed. A decade, right, you know, right. 25 years ago, uh, 20 years ago. Now it's, you know, like, hey, it cost 800,000 jobs to be lost. The thing is, it's populist mm-hmm. messaging yeah. that's that's good. Yeah. And because people in this country have been sick of the so-called elites yeah. telling us what to do. Exactly. The liberal elites in the media, the yeah. politicians, and even the people who consider themselves to used to be the GOP elites yeah. who have now become the low-life scumbag never-Trumpers. Yeah. And – they still can't get it either. Yeah. They just think that after Trump leaves, it's just going to go back to business it's as usual. It's not. And it's not even going to be The base has changed. And it's not like it's not like it's a massive – listen, 85 percent of the – I always tell people who are in the Neville Trump, Trump crowd this. And I think – and Larry has done the same and you do the same. I too. saw your tweet. It's yeah. more than 85 percent. Yeah, but, but – uh, 85, 90% of the, of the Trump agenda is what conservative Republicans, Reagan Republicans, have advocated for years. Tax cuts. You're building the military. You're cutting regulations. And I forgot to add one. Judges. Trump right. has been phenomenal on the judiciary. And because he's a little more protectionist, that means we have to throw out the baby with the bathwater here. Sorry. If you agree with somebody 85, 90% of the time, that's your guy. That's your I guy. Think, I End think it's of higher story. than 90, but – 
we could agree. You know, to disagree you know, yeah. yeah, I think the only thing that changed, but I think that it, it reflected a changing electorate too, mm-hmm. was the trade policies. Yeah, and and even Democrats are kind of like the GOP right. on trade. They're very right. similar. Yes, the Bernie similar. Sanders supporters especially, yeah. and. But beyond that, I mean, I challenge anybody to go down the list of what Trump has done and will do and talk about conservatism. This is the guy we've been waiting for for a generation since Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Bush didn't even come close to accomplishing this. No. And I mean, yes. I mean, the Bush Bush tax cuts did create 52 months of uninterrupted economic growth, which was fantastic. And then resulted in – I mean, it wasn't the cause of the financial crisis. It wasn't his fault, though. But but his – see, I – He was president. I dislike 06 through 08 Bush. That's the only well, part of Bush that I dislike. Was, well, also you have John Roberts, yeah. who's Im- a low uh, life. That immigration thing he was The floating. immigration shit, yeah. yeah. And the total lack of foresight into yeah. what was very clearly turning into a global economic crisis. Yeah. If they had tried to stop the bleeding earlier, yeah. and this also blame goes to, of course, to Democrats as well. Yeah. TARP was a total disaster. Yeah. Well, TARP led to the Tea Party. If they moved yeah. earlier, yeah. they could have stopped some of the bleeding. And, yeah. you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. Obviously, years from now, we're going to say... Yeah. Damn, if we just had kept the Chinese yeah. out of our business, well, we could have stopped corona. I'll also but, say yeah. in, in, in 05, yeah, you know what? Partial privatization of Social Security, yeah, I'm for that. But maybe not – maybe Bush overplayed his – he definitely overplayed Maybe his, not before he, midterm. He, he, he definitely <laughs> overplayed his hand over yeah. that because he, he lost that fight and then his, his political capital that he won from his 04 re-election was pretty much evaporated. But, but that was the, the other issue I had with Bush. Yeah. And I, don't get me wrong. I still love W. Great, oh, yeah. great. Oh, dude, he killed tons I of terror. He, ki- he went after the terrorists. He killed a lot. I wish that he was more on our side now. Yeah. Um, but that goes back to the last issue I had with him is, is he wasn't – he for the first six years, he was a fighter. He but was. then he lost the will to fight and to yeah. fight back against the liberal media because those were the early days yeah. of when we went from a – what used to be somewhat nonpartisan mainstream press, somewhat. Yeah, somewhat. It was still yeah. – you, you still got Helen Thomas with her right, 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 questions right. in there. But it, went, it went to clear two sides. Yeah. There's no in-between anymore. Yeah. You have to either pick a side or not. Yeah. So yeah, that's my problem with Bush. He yeah. he lost the will to fight. Yeah, and it was but it was also a different era. I mean, the Democratic Party was not as unhinged. Correct. It was not as towards unhinged. the end they were hardcore liberal, but, but not remember, as deranged. Remember, Obama was the radicalization of the left. It was right. It was that was one thing that the Nesh yeah. had spot on when yeah. he made those videos. Yeah. Obama's America. What, what that's look, yeah, the Marxist what, transformation yeah. subversively, and yeah. we should actually do another episode yeah. on this because the Obama era at, definitely knocked down the wall. That allowed yes. all the intersectionalist yes. people, all these crazy and the social socialist warriors, the socialists have over. flooded through, yeah. and that's why the Liberal Party is where it is now. Yeah. And they're going too left for the mainstream in this yeah. country, which is why I still think yeah. Trump's in good shape I think to be reelected. We, we also got to be circle back to those early debates. So there were a lot of you know political report. There was a lot of reporters in those debates when it was like you know fifteen deep, where people in the audience were like, "I guess I'm not a Democrat anymore." Right? Because yeah. it was so it was insane. You have Julian Castro talking about abortions for trans men. Mm-hmm. It, well, it, you, it's, it, it's out of control. You see the way they talk now, just taking the black vote for granted. Oh, still, yeah. yeah. Uh, with of course Joe Biden's comment and. Yeah. You, but you see it on MSNBC yeah. and CNN too. It's like yeah. they infer that exact comment every day. Yeah. Don yeah. Lemon did it last night. Oh yeah. If you're not a Democrat, you ain't black. Like yeah. he didn't say that exactly. You know, He's I mean, pretty, pretty taking an inference. It, but pretty, right, yeah, isn't it very clear? It, yeah. he, and the, the, I mean, the bottom of the screen, the chirons yeah, at CNN, are and just, all and all some of these activists are trying to do is, what are you going to do to help my community? Right. And then right. Joe Biden and the the Democratic intelligentsia are like. <laughs> What, what do you mean? What are we gonna do? They, they, they first of all, they've never been asked that before. And president, so they don't have right, an answer, right. which is very interesting to watch. But the problem they have now is that President Trump's record when it comes to African American, Hispanic, minority communities yeah. in this country is un unparalleled yeah. by anyone. Before this virus hit, African American, Hispanic unemployment all at All-time record lows. lows. All-time lows. Opportunity zones, places, yeah. getting investments from large companies Criminal that had never reform. got it before. The First Step Act. Yeah. Right? So that's their problem that they have now yeah. is that in the past, Republicans have always tried to talk a game and say, what do you have to lose? Yeah. Like Trump said and got roundly criticized for. Yeah. But 
it, we ne- but we never had a leader like Trump who actually came through on these promises, yeah. and he has now, and that's why. And it also doesn't help that Joe Biden has a horrible history. I mean, he backed the '94 omnibus crime bill, which led to a mass incarceration mandatory of, minimums. Of, of, of of black Americans. And I mean, I like I mean, mandatory minimums, so I'm not going to bash it too hard. Yeah. But you know, well, on some stuff. I yeah, mean, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, some yeah. people went away for a long time for, over a bullshit third strike. Yeah, I agree. You know, I'm trying agree. to say like yeah. stealing a television, you go to wait for life. Like, come on. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. But agreed. I mean, at the time. Time though, folk. Again, I will give Joe a little bit of cover here because at the time, the early nineties, it was it, it, the, the country. Time. The country was out of control. The crime right? was out of control. I mean, yeah. New York City. New York City before Mayor Giuliani came in had like like over two thousand homicides. But you know, it was crime, out of, it was nuts. All the crime was out of control in the places that still are have crime out of control. Yeah. Major cities. Yeah. I mean, this isn't a suburban issue. Not right. really. And it never has Not been. Really. So, and that's something that you get roundly criticized for too. Is saying, yeah. "Oh, it's only the urban areas that are an issue." Well, well, look at the data. I mean, I mean is, it's, is, look at the is, same data yeah. with coronavirus. Yeah. It's the urban areas that are the issue. Yeah. Yesterday, Pew put out this this chart yeah. that showed how uh, Democrat districts have fared in and Republican districts have fared with the virus. Yeah. And the Democrats had a huge peak. Mm-hmm. And then have started coming down. Bigly. The Republicans have remained relatively flat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But the story that they took from that was that Democrat districts are declining in virus at a faster rate than Republicans. Yeah. Well, if you look at the chart, <laughs> the Democrats is still like double or triple what the Republicans yeah. are. So yeah. my takeaway from that is that Republicans districts have done a much better job yeah. at managing this virus. Yeah. And that beyond nursing homes and major urban dense yeah. areas. The virus has not been as the large eleven an issue. hardest hit counties are, Demo- are run by Democrats, but not, not but again at the same time. Why was that even done? No, what I know. Even, I like, know. What, what does it even tell us? Like well, it makes seen, a mockery of this whole. We've seen the analytics. whole thing now go from a one America mm. yeah. to a totally partisan political issue. Yeah. it's very clear where the line's been drawn now yeah. in states that are reopening and have had success and no major secondary spikes versus the states that are staying unnecessarily locked down with no data or science to back it up. And now putting in even further restrictive mes- uh, um, uh, mitigation procedures yeah. like mandatory masks here in Virginia. Yeah. While the governor was out last weekend with no masks yeah. and not socially distancing. Yeah. It's all about government control. Yeah. It's all about government control. And, that goes and in New Jersey and New York, 24 hours. Yeah, he could kiss my ass. I'm not wearing a yeah, mask. Yeah, and, up in, <laughs> and, and he's not even using the police to enforce it. It's going to be a league of Karens. Oh, yes. I'd love to see someone in the grocery store. Well, they all – the private businesses – I have no problem if a private business requires the mask. Yeah. That's up to them. It's when, but the government well, shouldn't be mandating. Man tells me to do something. Right. The coup man can fuck off. Yeah. Like he's good at wearing masks. Oh, yeah. Black masks. Black masks. Yeah. And moonwalking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but don't even get me started on that. <laughs> last but not least, last but not least, something that didn't get a lot of news coverage, but it deserves news coverage. There was a jihadi attack at a naval air station in Corpus Christi, Texas, um, and that was last Thursday – and it was the second attack at a naval air station in the U.S. in the last six months. 20-year-old Muslim migrant from Syria named Adam Salim Alashi drove up and attempted to rush the security gate. Security deployed the barrier. He got out of the car, opened fire on the security forces, and naval security forces returned fire and killed him. Uh, but but the, the media doesn't want to cover this obvi- for obvious reasons, much like they don't want to ever call a terror attack a terror attack when it actually is. The FBI immediately acknowledged that it was terrorism-related. He has been in contact with al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula. But this also came three days after the news broke that the gunman who killed three U.S. sailors last year at a military base in Florida repeatedly communicated with al-Qaeda operatives mm. in the months leading up to the attack. Mm. So al-Qaeda... Is still and an a issue. Problem. It's still a problem. They're like cockroaches. Yeah, they won't go away. Yeah, and I don't think and they ever will. This will be a problem for a long time. Yeah, as long as right. I mean, this there's a reason why DOD calls this the long war, not the war on terrorism. Correct. Correct. So, but, it, but it, 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 it's not going to be. We can't invade countries and and no, I agree, and I agree. rebuild them anymore. That's that's too much blood and treasure. We, it, this is going to be more like. Drone strikes. Yeah, I'm all about maybe drone some strikes. CIA kill teams. Although we can't really say that, but they don't kill people. Right? The bigger reason, <laughs> the bigger reason I brought it up is because of the absolute success 
of the president's so-called Muslim ban, which wasn't actually a Muslim ban because if no, you wanted to ban no, Muslims, no, yeah, you'd have banned yeah. them from the highest populated yeah. countries, which are not on this list. It was list. a terrorist-infested nation ban. Yeah, exactly. And so remember, for a long time during the Obama administration, it was very constant that there was domestic terror attacks here. Yeah. You had Santa Bernardino, yep. the Pulse nightclub. Yep. I mean, time and time again. Even from the get-go, Captain Underpants. I, f- I forget yeah. his name. I f- yeah, it was a yeah, Nigerian. Yeah. Captain yeah. Underpants. You had uh, uh, Fort Hood. Yes, yeah, Fort Hood. Um, so, but but the president's ban here, the targeted specific ban on terrorist countries, has been unbelievably successful, and that deserves a lot of credit because it took a lot of heat for doing it. The Supreme Court held it up, and we are here today with a an improved protection measure and a, a good precedent set by the Supreme Court for the future for the president to be able to control who comes into the country because. We need to be able to control that. Yeah. It can't just be a free-for-all. No. Which the Democrats want. They want open borders. They want yeah. no borders. So but Joe Biden said it with the coronavirus thing, he would have open borders. Yeah, of course. Of course. I mean, and then, you know, God knows where we would be. Mm-hmm. And every single health expert you ask will say that the president's stopping of travel from China absolutely saved yeah. potentially hundreds of thousands yeah. of American lives. And the one from Let's the, not forget. And the, and the European travel, too. Because yesterday, yeah, the European yeah, came yeah. a little bit later. Yesterday, we crossed 100,000 deaths in this country from coronavirus. Yeah. Let's not forget the initial prediction before the president took significant action was... 2.2 million? Between 1 and 2 million people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, it went down to a projection of between 100 and 240,000. Yeah. Yeah. We are still on the lower end of that projection, yeah. which is a success. Yes, it's terrible. I mean, I, I know someone who died. People yeah. get have gotten it and died, especially disproportionately up in New York and New Jersey area. Yeah. But... Let's not forget who was really responsible for this. China. 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 So And I think that number is going to be revised down. Maybe, maybe, um, I don't know. The counting is all over I the know. place. Well, but the good thing is the CDC study on on the mortality rate gave a clear picture. It's closer to 0.04. Yeah. Which is not means it's not as lethal as the flu. So the past 10 days, folks, has has been, I would well, say, they, a, a deluge of reversals. Just the exhaustive really flip-flops. Been, uh, no, it's the been, exhaustive it's flip-flops. Now Fauci says that there's irreparable harm if we don't reopen the country, right? Yeah. Then a month ago, he said, oh, there's no need to wear a mask. Yeah. Then he said, oh, you can wear a mask if you want to. Now he says yeah. you should absolutely be wearing yeah. a mask. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. They all flip-flop all over it the place. It spreads easily on surfaces. Th- last Thursday, it's not as easily spread on surfaces. Right. It's you all know? through the air. Oh, yeah. it's not through the air. Yeah. It's on surfaces. Yeah. Oh, it's all through the air. Yeah. No one Actually, knows. it can't, it can't aerosolize on its own. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's then, just... you know, it, honestly, <laughs> this – when – I mean – as long as we're around, folks, there is going to be a pandemic sometime in, in our lifetimes or the, or the lifetimes of our children's children, whatever. Yeah. It's going to happen. And this this shambolic response now has just undercut the credibility of, of, of the experts. Yeah. Because so, suppose something more de- – let's suppose a absolutely like super Ebola erupts, right? Yeah. Are we going to be able to take, take no, this seriously no, no, no. more? It would be done. We'd be done. Right? Look at this. I mean, this look, was I mean, what? This, was, was, this, this has been fucked up. Yeah. Let's, let's admit this right Watching now. the movie Contagion, if we ever had something with like a 20 to 30% mortality oh rate, God. forget about it. Oh, forget, forget it. Oh, my God. Oh, All right, my God. We're going to wrap up today's show. Um, coming out tomorrow, actually, is the Space Force show on netflix with steve carell oh, nice. so i'm looking forward to that yeah yeah we'll see Great. if we'll see if it's like total liberal propaganda or not the preview looked really funny so i don't know we'll see i mean i love steve carell yeah. so we hope you guys have a great weekend. Of course, email us, triggered at townhall.com. Shoot us your messages on Twitter, at TriggeredTHM. We will be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Triggered. And uh, hopefully... Oh, yeah, I forgot to uh, mention... Shout out to Evan. He DM'd me last night saying thank you. Oh, yeah, shout out. He said, he's like, I love the show. You guys are hilarious. Thank you, we Evan. We love all of our listeners, except for the salty person who left a review on... <laughs> on iTunes. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, we were wrong about Fauci at the beginning. Everybody was wrong about everything. Yeah, sorry okay. about that. Yeah, sorry. Please revise your rating. Uh, just, yeah, 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 yeah. just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, listen, if they want to give us feedback, that's how we make the show better. Yeah. Email us all the time. We love to hear right. from our listeners. Uh, of course, we will be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Trigger, and we will see you then. Later.